I'm Dr. Joe Esposito, and welcome to our podcast for the health of it. Remember to subscribe to our podcasts, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. The information presented on this program is not intended to take the place of your personal physician's advice, and it is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Discuss this information with your own physician or healthcare provider to determine what is right for you. Are you suffering needlessly? Dr. Joe can give you advice on how to naturally get well and stay well. Dr. Joe Esposito. Hey folks, Dr. Joe Esposito here. First, you know, I never did this. Thank you for inviting me into your home, or your car, wherever you're listening to this. It's another episode uh, for the health of it with Dr. Joe. This week, we're going to be doing part two of women's health. Now, let me tell you why we're doing part two. We did part one a while ago on women's health, and the response was overwhelming. And I got so many emails uh, from my staff, uh, from you, the listeners, uh, my patients saying, Dr. Joe, you covered that. It was so interesting, but you missed a few topics. And I said, well, I only have so much time to do a show. And they said, well, here's some other topics. So I started gathering topics from my staff, from my patients, from you, the listeners. And so what I did is I put together part two of women's health because obviously there was a need for that. So let's start with a brief overview of what we discussed in the last women's health show. We talked about the four weeks of a menstrual cycle and the different stages that a woman goes through through her menstrual cycle week by week. And we talked about spring, summer, winter, and fall. And uh, Dr. Jim Dobson wrote a book called Bringing Up Girls, which is a spectacular book. If you're uh, raising girls, men or women, great book to read. And he talked about the four, he talked different seasons and how estrogen was high in the first week and it stayed high in the second week. And then the third week, it started to plummet a little bit and the progesterone kicked in. And it was really great. So if you missed that, it's going to be on our website, drjoe.com. And if you, uh, ha- if you are a woman, if you deal with women, if you're raising a woman, good idea to listen to these things. So you better understand what's happening. It's not a mystery. It's not, I'm just in a bad mood or I'm in a good mood. There's actually a way to chart it and plan these things based on hormones. Now, every woman is different. So I'm not saying every woman's going to have the exact same reaction to these hormones, but it's a real neat way to understand what's going on in the body. And it's simple to understand. I make it real clear for you. Uh, We also talked about what's really interfering with women's hormones. Food can interfere with men and women's hormones, especially in modern day. We have a lot of estrogen, uh, estrogen like compounds added to our food. If you eat animal products, meat, dairy products, a lot of commercial meats and dairy products, the animals are given estrogen or estrogen-like compounds. Why? Because estrogen causes them to grow. Estrogen is a growth hormone. And so if I'm selling a cow by the pound, I want to get the most pounds that I can. So what do I do? I may give them something to make them bigger. So that's one of the things that we can do. Not a good idea for you, the consumer, because it can mess with your hormones. We only use tiny, tiny, tiny amounts of hormones for men and women. And when we start messing with that, even just a little bit, we start to see a problem. We also talked about uh, uh, air fresheners, colognes, uh, plastic smells, car, cl- car cleaners, new car smell. These chemicals are endocrine disrupting. And what that means is it gets into the body and it acts like estrogen. So you may notice that you may have some hormone issues and it happens when you're wearing perfume. Perfume is an endocrine disruptor. Now you can use uh, essential oils if you want to, not endocrine disruptors. So if you're going to do something to make yourself smell better, which you don't have to, by the way, soap is the best thing for that, by the way, uh, you can use essential oils. Uh, the, uh, uh, offices, or if you walk past places that have that, that, new, that fresh smell they have, that put in the air, not a good idea. These air fresheners many times are endocrine disruptors. Again, you can use essential oils if you want to, and it's not going to do that damage that these things can do. Some people are more sensitive than others, but you really need to be aware of what's going on in your life. In fact, just before I went on the air, I got an email from somebody, sounds like a young girl, 
And she said, Dr. Joe, I just want to thank you for being alive. And I thought, I never got that email before. She goes, uh, my mom, for doing your podcast that my mom listens to so that she can better feed me and take care of me. And I appreciate that. So it sounds like a young girl. I don't know who it is. But what a nice compliment. Thank you for being alive. So that's why the podcasts are so popular because it, 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 it crosses all generations. It crosses men and women. It crosses, crosses all races. Uh, my boss even said that when you do shows, he says, we get audiences that we would not normally get. So it's really cool. We have young people. We have old people. We have men. We did a survey. We have more men listeners and, and viewers of our shows than women. Now, traditionally, a show like this would be more women. So it's really neat that we're getting this message across to men. And men are listening that it's time to take care of yourselves. Now, next month, we're going to do a show on men's health. So don't worry, ladies. we got men coming up, too. So you need to listen to these things if you are a man or a woman. And if you know someone who's a man or a woman or has hormones like a man or a woman, all these things are going to affect you. It's really important. So all the shows, that and over a 1,000 hours are on the website, drjoe.com. Feel free to go there anytime, 24 hours a day. Download as many or all of them if you'd like. If you have any questions, you can always send them to me through the website, drjoe.com. So let's continue on with women's health now. Uh, right before I, I went on to do the show, uh, somebody kept, one of my staff came up to me and said, what about PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome? What is it? Well, you start to develop these tumors uh, in the ovaries and in the uterus. Uh, and it becomes an issue because it can cause severe pain. It can cause mood swings. It can throw off your hormones. Uh, it can affect your love life. It can affect your ability to reproduce. So polycystic ovarian sy uh, syndrome, what they usually do is they'll put you on birth control pills to try to balance out your hormones. Okay, that might work. But what's the theme of this show? If you're a regular listener, you know the theme of this show is let's get to the cause of the problem and not just treat the symptoms. So what's causing PCOS? It doesn't just miraculously appear out of nowhere. Some angel doesn't come down and say, poof, you have PCOS. Something's wrong. So then we have to start looking at why are the hormones imbalanced to begin with? The ovaries produce hormones. The adrenal glands produce hormones too. So if you're under stress, if you uh, do stimulants, coffee, tea, chocolate, if you're tired all the time, this can put a stress on your adrenals because your adrenal glands produce adrenaline, which gives you energy, which is why a lot of people that are tired have adrenal fatigue. They produce prostaglandins, which help control inflammation. And then they produce DHEA, or pregnenolone, which becomes DHEA. And DHEA then becomes your sex hormones, testosterone, estrogen, progesterone. But if you're under stress, the adrenal glands don't produce as many sex hormones. They produce cortisol. Now, cortisol is your stress hormone. And when the stress hormone is released, it, it prevents you from producing the normal amount of other hormones. So then we have to say, why am I under stress? Why are my adrenal glands not producing the sex hormones like they're supposed to? Why are they producing cortisol? Well, what kind of stress is there? There's chemical, mental, and physical stress. So chemical stress would be what you eat. Alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener, breads, cookies, cakes, donuts, pastas. These are immensely stressing to your body. And so the adrenal glands have to produce anti-inflammatories. They can produce more cortisol. Not a good thing. Physical stress. How many of you have neck pain? Raise your hands. Back pain. Raise your hands. Headaches. Numbness, tingling, muscle weakness, digestive issues, acid reflux, heartburn, burping, gas, bloating, physical stress. The good news about physical stress is we're really good at fixing people with physical stress. My team of chiropractors, we're very good at working with neck pain and back pain and shoulder pain, car accident cases. Almost every day, a patient comes in our office because they listen to the show and they say, Dr. Joe, I heard what you said. If the car was damaged in an accident, you were damaged. And that's true. If you're in a car accident, if the car was damaged, you were damaged. You are not stronger than your car. I promise you that. And so people come in all the time, sometimes in pain, sometimes not. And when we evaluate them, we even find problems, even though there's not a lot of pain. 
It's like high blood pressure. Not a lot of symptoms, but it's a problem. So if you have bones out of place, pinching nerves, uh, muscle tears, ligament tears, you got to get those things fixed. And so physical pain or physical stress, my team of doctors and I are really good at fixing. So you might want to come see us and get that worked on. And then is emotional stress. Now, the emotional stress, I might not be able to help. If you're going through a divorce, if you're breaking up with a, a breaking out of a relationship, if you're moving, if you have a new job, if you have a, a people you don't like you work with, stupid people around you, these are all stresses that I might not be able to fix. But here's the deal. If we can fix the chemical and we can fix the physical, the emotional is a whole lot easier to deal with. You ever have a bad day? I'm having a bad day today and everything gets me mad. Well, why are you having a bad day? Maybe it's pain. Maybe it's pinched nerves. Maybe it's organs malfunctioning. Maybe you're just not putting the nutrients you need in your body. That's the biggest thing. And that's the one thing I want you to take away from every show is that you have control of what you eat. So I want you to consider making your diet consist mostly of fruits, vegetables, nuts, and seeds. Stay away from the alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, and artificial sweetener. We call them the seven deadly sins of nutrition. And when it comes to PCOS and just about every other condition known to man, when you start putting a good food in your body, the body responds positively. Well, PCOS specifically, polycystic ovarian uh, syndrome, you want to stay away from stimulants, the coffees, the teas, the chocolates, and you're saying, Dr. Joe, I'm tired all the time, I'm grouchy, the only thing that makes me feel better is coffee. I know, but it's making the PCOS worse. It's making the mood swings worse. It's throwing off your hormones. So if you're tired all the time, do this, drink more water. That's one trick that when you drink more water, you're going to feel better right away. Raw organic apple cider vinegar. Do a shot of that every morning. I don't like it. I hate it, as a matter of fact, but I do it because I know how good it is for me. Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source, the minimum amount of nutrients you should be taking every day. Those are on the website, drjoe.com. Dr. Joe's Nitric Oxide Support increases circulation. So all these things can help get your body back to normal again. So with PCOS, a lot of it has to do with lifestyle. And the last thing you want to check with PCOS is nerves. If you have a pinched nerve in your low back, that's the nerve supply to the uterus and the ovaries. So if you have low back pain, it could be a pinched nerve affecting, affecting the uterus and the ovaries, which could then be affecting the low back again. So you want to get that fixed. And that's chiropractic condition in most cases. So let's move on to other things. Menstrual cramps, while we're talking about pain. At least half of reproductive age women suffer from painful menstrual cramps. And that they begin shortly before the start of the menstrual flow, and they continue for several days. Now, for some, the pain is just a mild annoyance. It's not that big a deal. But for others, it's so severe that it interferes with daily activities. Menstrual, uh, severe menstrual cramps are among the most common reasons why women miss work and miss school. And this is among young women. Now, the treatment many women rely on is over-the-counter non-steroidal anti-inflammatories like ibuprofen for pain relief, and they work. However, there's side effects. Side effects of non-steroidal anti-inflammatories could cause some problems. Conventional physicians even prescribe birth control pills, which prevent ovulation, so it reduces the severity of cramps. Both of these solutions carry significant risks and side effects and uh, nothing, uh, have nothing to do with treating the underlying cause of the menstrual cramps. Again, what do we want to do? We want to get to the cause of the problem, not treat the symptoms. So during menstruation, your uterus contracts and it expels its lining. That's what a, a menstrual cycle is. The process that's triggered by hormone-like substances is called prostaglandins. Now, prostaglandins are associated with both pain and inflammation. And the higher levels of these substance, substances, the more likely you are to have severe menstrual cramps. So what do we do about this? Vitamin D, I touched on this a little bit in the last show I did, not only helps decrease the production of prostaglandin, it also helps decrease the production of cytokines, which promote inflammation in the body. Now, in fact, research has re recently revealed that women with relatively low vitamin D levels, we did a whole show on vitamin D not long ago, it's on the website, drjoe.com, 
So if you have less than 45 nanograms per milliliter who took 300,000 international units, that's a mega dose of vitamin D, had significant reduction in menstrual cramping. Now, I don't recommend you take 300,000 units all the time because you can go into hyper vitamin, vitamin, uh, vitamin D. We don't want to do that, but this one-shot deal seemed to work. Two months after taking vitamin D, the women rated their pain more than two points lower on a scale of one to 10. And it all had stopped, uh, and they all but stopped using the painkillers. So the vitamin D alone was tremendous. Now, I don't like taking that much. What I recommend you do is take 5,000 international units every day. Steady throughout the day, you can steady throughout your life and you can absorb more. Now, the only way to know your vitamin D levels, as we talked about in a show a while ago, is get your blood work done. Very rarely have I ever seen it happen where somebody has too much vitamin D. I had one patient recently who the doctor said, you're taking too much vitamin D supplements, cut back. And how do we know that? By the blood work. So that's why the blood work, whenever you get your blood work done, make sure you get your vitamin D checked. We can do that in our office too, by the way. If you come to our office, we can do a, a micronutrient analysis to find out what nutrients your cells are lacking in, and we can also check the vitamin D for you. So we can do it in our office for you if you like. So women took the vitamin D, they were off a lot of painkillers. Now on the other hand, those who had taken a placebo, not real vitamin D, reported no reduction in pain, and 40% were still taking pain medications. Uh, this is impressive results. However, I would caution you again, don't take the mega doses like we, like we just talked about, especially without medical supervision. It is possible to overdose on vitamin D when taken in the supplement form, especially when your vitamin A and vitamin K2 are not properly balanced. That's why Dr. Joe's vitamin D supplement has vitamin K2 in it. You have to balance the two or it doesn't work. I was recently talking to my mom and she said, well, I don't move around much anymore. I got to start taking my calcium to build up the bones. And I told her what I tell you. It's like making a cake. Most of the, most of the ingredients can be flour and sugar but you need just a little bit of baking powder to make the cake work. That's how vitamin D is. You don't need a lot, but a little bit is gonna build the bone mass. Doesn't matter how much calcium you take, if you don't have the vitamin D and the vitamin K, you're not gonna be able to build proper bone mass. That's why Dr. Joe's vitamin D is such a popular supplement. Now, vitamin D supplements, too much of it can lead to hypercalcemia, which is high blood calcium. And this happens, of course, over time, not in one shot. This can result in deposits of calcium in your heart, your lungs, your kidneys, and it, the damage can be permanent if the vitamin D levels remain elevated for too long. Now, the ideal way to optimize your vitamin D levels is through sun exposure. Get out in the sun, especially from spring to fall, and you want to be out in the sun just enough for your skin to turn a little pink and get warm. Usually about 10 or 15, 20 minutes for the average person. If you're dark skin, maybe longer, light skin, maybe a little less. But when it starts to turn a little pink, you've gotten it done. 10 to 15 minutes of vitamin D in the sun, of sunlight is going to give you about 20,000 international units of vitamin D. You cannot overdose on vitamin D from the sun. You can overdose on the sun though. So we've done shows on the sun. I'm gonna do another one very shortly on sunscreen. Best thing to do is get out in the sun, get some sun, and then get out of the sun. Because sunscreen, it was just a study released last week, and I said, Dr. Joe was right again, that the chemicals in the sunscreen are absorbed into your skin and can be toxic. So I've been talking about the dangers of sunscreen for a long time. And I've done, if you go to my website, I think we have a show on sunscreen. You can just do it at the search bar, look for sunscreen. But you got to be careful with sunscreen. You have to use the natural kind. Um, vitamin, uh, coconut oil actually has an SPF of eight. Not enough, but it's something. But the key you're going to do is get out of the sun. If you've ever been to the Caribbean, if you've ever been somewhere where it's sunny all the time, these people don't slather on sunscreen, the locals. What do they do? They wear long pants, long shirts, hats. They get out of the sun. I recommend you do that too. Regular, back to vitamin D. Regular consistent dosing is the best to optimize your vitamin D. 
the sun, sun exposure is great, so you get regular dosing of that or regular dosing of supplements. Exposure to large amount of your skin is going to, when it turns pink, is what you're looking for. Uh, as close to noon as possible, you're going to get the best results as well. Now, typically, it's necessary to achieve adequate vitamin D production if you're getting sun exposure, but if you're not, you can use a safe tanning bed. Now, how do you pick the right tanning bed? It has to have an electronic ballast rather than a magnetic ballast. And that's going to avoid unnecessary exposure to electromagnetic frequencies. So electronic ballast, you can ask the place if they have it. If they do, that's okay. That can be used. Last resort, of course, is the vitamin D supplements. They can be taken orally. Research shows the average adult needs about 5,000 to 8,000 international units per day in order to elevate their levels above 40 nanograms per milliliter, which is the absolute minimum for disease prevention. I'd rather get you to about 60 to 80,000 nanograms per milliliter. Now, on our website, drjoe.com, we did the whole show just a few weeks ago. Just type in vitamin D, you'll get that show right there. So these are things that can help. We're talking about women's health issues. We're talking about menstrual cramps at this point. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatories are linked to serious gastrointestinal risks like bleeding of the digestive tract, increased blood pressure, uh, kidney problems. Uh, this applies not only to prescription medication, but also to over-the-counter things like ibuprofen. Non-steroidal anti-inflammatories are also notoriously bad for your heart. A study by researchers at the University of Bern in Switzerland, they revealed that non-steroidal anti-inflammatories lead to two to four-fold increase in the risk of heart attack stroke, and cardiovascular death. Now, noting that it would take about 25 to 50 patients being treated with non-steroidal anti-inflammatories for one year to lead to one additional heart attack or stroke. It's a minimal risk, but if you can get to the cause of the problem, I'd much rather do that instead of treating the symptoms. Birth control pills. Hormonal birth control pills, also known as the pill, contains synthetic pro progesterone and synthetic estrogen. Something that is not clear uh, it's not advantageous if you want to maintain optimum health. When you start putting synthetic hormones in your body, it's, it sends a message to the pituitary gland and says, okay, I have enough of these hormones, I don't need to make any more. Well, now what happens is you slow down your own production of hormones, so then you want to take more external hormones. Now, these contraceptives contain the same synthetic hormone that's used in hormone replacement therapy, which is well documented with its risk, including increased risk of blood clots, stroke, heart attack, breast cancer. In fact, studies have found that hormone replacement therapy increases postmenopausal women's breast cancer risk by at least 1% per year. And hormone replacement with progestin increases your risk by 8% per year. So potentially going as high as 30% after just four years of use. So you're really taking a big risk with these birth control pills. Furthermore, Using birth control pills to relieve menstrual cramps is counterproductive because it may end up simply exchanging them for other health conditions. So the menstrual cramps go away, and now we have these other health conditions, side effects of the birth control pills. Birth control pills have been linked to increased risk of cancer. Women who take birth control pills increase their risk of cervical and breast cancer and possibly liver cancer. Thinner bones. Women who take birth control pills have lower bone mineral density than women who have never used oral contraceptives. Heart disease. Long-term use of birth control pills may increase plaque artery buildups in your body, and that may raise your, uh, your risk of heart disease. Now, as a chiropractor, we've I've taken a lot of x-rays. I've read tens of thousands of x-rays in my life. And what I see, and I've never, I've seen this here and there in the literature, but I wish it was more prominent, is that your ribs have bones and then you have cartilage. And the cartilage connects the ribs into the sternum. And when I find women, when I see this cartilage being uh, ossified, I start to see calcium being built up in the cartilage, in 100% of the cases, 
the women have been on birth control pills. Now, that being said, a lot of women take birth control pills, and I've seen one or two studies saying it can lay down calcium and cartilage, but it could be a big issue. It can uh, lead to fatal clots. All birth control pills increase your risk of blood clots and subsequent stroke. So if your prescription contains synthetic hormones, your risk of fatal blood clot nearly doubles. Uh, Impaired muscle gain, it can affect how much you're building muscle mass. I have women come to me and say, Doc, I'm working out. I'm just not building up the muscle mass. Studies show that oral contraceptive impairs muscle gains uh, when you do resistant exercise training in women. So women are saying, I'm working out, I'm working out, Doc, I'm not seeing the changes. One of the questions I ask them is, are you on birth control pills? If you are, that can be affecting your body's body's ability to build muscle mass. Now, when we talk about muscle mass, it's not just your biceps and your triceps. Your heart's a muscle. Your blood vessels are a muscle. Your colon is a muscle. Your reproductive organs are muscles. So we've got to be careful. Remember the commercial, if you're old enough, it's not nice to fool Mother Nature. Now, I understand we're going to get to other forms of birth control. Don't worry, you're getting a little hyper there. But Dr. Joe, I have to take my birth control pills. It's your call. I just give you the information. Whatever you do with this information is totally up to you. So more natural strategies to ease menstrual cramps. If painful painful menstrual cramps are interfering with your quality of life, there's a number of safe, natural alternatives to consider. In addition to optimizing your vitamin D, you can try evening primrose oil. This contains an essential fatty acid, uh, linolenic acid, which is useful for treating pain. It's also helpful to restore abnormal hormone physiology, and that can contribute to your PMS syndromes. Diendolmethane is a natural phytochemical found in something called cruciferous vegetables like broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, Brussels sprouts. It has unique properties and it allows uh, your body to modify the metabolism of estrogen, promoting optimum estrogen balance and supporting healthy progesterone and testosterone production. So methane, you can get it in a supplement, just eat cruciferous vegetables. That's one of the reasons I put them in Dr. Joe's essential source. We put cruciferous vegetables in there because I want to get you that methane. For men, it helps prevent testosterone from converting into estrogen as well, same thing in women, and that can help raise your testosterone levels. And so you could take, again, outside hormones, but here's other ways to do it. You choose. Whatever you decide to do is up to you. I'm just giving you alternatives. The severity of premenstrual syndromes in women has been linked to elevated estrogen. And so with that problem, we we have to start dealing with uh, the symptoms. They become more severe as estrogen rises. Diendolmethane experts say it has a balancing effect on the hormones and may benefit conditions like PMS, which are associated with estrogen progesterone imbalances. So again, we're taking natural ways to help balance out our hormones. Chinese herbal medicine has been used to treat menstrual pain for years. And one of the ways that that works is there's different types of supplements or Chinese herbs you can use. One study found Chinese herbs are more effective than non-steroidal anti-inflammatory, oral contraceptives, acupuncture works, it's more more effective than uh, oral contraceptives. Acupuncture work, heat compressions, um, and no, no treatment at all, uh, all of these things respond better to some of the Chinese herbs. Now, the herbs study in the study included Chinese angelica, it's called angelica root. Now, Szechuan lovage root is another one, red peony root, white peony root, uh, motherwort, cinnamon bark, all these can be used as, as herbs that may help as well. Now, as a chiropractor, the one thing that I can't, I, I'm not finding in some of the literature, but it's in the chiropractic literature, is pinched nerves. Because what happens is you have your sacrum, your tailbone, and the uterus attaches to the sacrum by something called a broad ligament. Okay, so the uterus is attached to the sacrum. If the sacrum twists out of place, you can pull on a broad ligament, which can then pull on the uterus and cause pain. This is why so many people just swear by chiropractic care when it comes to menstrual cramps. 
because we can adjust it and put the take the pressure off the uh, off the um, off the broad ligament. Also, the nerves in the low back control the uterus. So by adjusting the low back, we can physically take the stress off the uterus and open up the nerve and blood supply to the uterus. And then we get you on a good diet. We get you off the things that can cause more severe menstrual cramps and hormone imbalances, the seven deadly sins. Alcohol, meat, sugar, dairy, coffee, soda, artificial sweetener. We get you on some good supplements like Dr. Joe's Super Greens, Dr. Joe's Essential Source. That's the minimum supplements you should be taking every day. Vitamin D, Dr. Joe's Vitamin D. If you're eating cooked foods, I recommend Dr. Joe's Enzyme Support. Help break down your food more effectively. So as with almost all conditions, if you have a normally functioning nervous system, normally functioning digestive system and good nutrition, the chances are you're going to respond much better to the treatment you're getting or you may not need any other treatment. So why not try the conservative approach first? If you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you just don't know what else to do, you need a second opinion, call my office or go to my website, drjoe.com, make an appointment right now. Don't put it off or write it down so you don't forget. Drjoe.com. We have offices in the Atlanta area, Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. We want to be your doctors. We want to help get the nervous system working, digestive system working, good nutrition. Get to the cause of the problem, not just treat the symptoms. The supplements we talk about are all on the website, drjoe.com, or come by our offices. Pick them up. It's going to save you the shipping costs. We have offices in Marietta, Duluth, and Stockbridge. If you have any questions, send them to me through the website. I'm more than happy to answer your questions. We work with most insurance companies. We try to match your benefits, whatever, however close we can. If you've ever been in a car accident, if the car was damaged, you were damaged, come see us. Folks, I'm Dr. Joe Esposito. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to For the Health Fit. Remember to subscribe to this podcast, and I'll help you naturally get well and stay well. You can also listen to and call into my radio show live Sunday evenings from 7 to 9 Eastern Time on WSBRadio.com and on a WSB Radio app.